Hello and welcome to the Special Needs Sibling Podcast, where we talk about what life is really like as a sibling to someone with special needs. I'm your host, Charlene, and today our guest is Tucker. Yeah. Hey, Um, how's it going? (laughs) Cool. Well, thank you for being on the podcast. Um, We had met, oh, I don't even know how long it's been now like it's been it's been quite a few years yeah it's been (laughs) a while yeah so we had met a couple like a few years back and then we kind of only stayed in touch like when we saw each other in person so this is like the first time we've talked since being in person and stuff and like online but that is the power of technology for you indeed all right so if you could lay out your family structure in terms of like birth order siblings you have and siblings with a disability yeah, hundred percent. So I, I come from a big family. There is six of us, sibling wise, and then my two parents, so eight in total. And the four oldest are biological, and then the younger two are adopted, and both have special needs. So I'm the oldest of all six. I'm twenty, almost twenty six, and then I have a sister who's twenty four, and then another sister who's twenty, a brother who is almost eighteen, and those are the. Uh, four biological, and then my two siblings that are adopted with special needs. One of them is 16, and then she has Down syndrome and like some autistic traits, and then, or I guess autistic characteristics, whatever, something like that. And then my brother, (laughs) (laughs) my brother, he's 13 years old, and he is, um, he has Down syndrome as well, and then kind of the same thing as my sister, like some autistic characteristics, behaviors, and things like that as well. They both have some other health things too, um, but yeah. Cool. And then they're not biologically related, right? Like they're they come from two separate families, also, right? Correct. Yeah, they're both come from separate families. Okay. Well, that yeah. that's a lot of people. But that, which is, which is cool for me to see, because it's just me and my sister, so it's, yeah. Right, right, yes. Well, there's always a party at our house, so. Yeah, for sure. Um, so on this podcast, the idea is kind of like open forum type of thing. So was there anything that you wanted to bring up or like talk about or like that you thought was interesting or wanted to ask on the podcast? I mean, I can't think of anything at the moment. So if you have like the questions you want to ask, and then if I can um, always like, if it's okay, pop in with something if something comes up in my head or if I think of something at the end. Yeah, for sure. We can definitely do that. Um, I mean, I could so be again, on here hours, you know, yeah. stories and stuff, but I don't think you want that. So Yeah, not not forever. But yeah, it's definitely one of those, like, we'll just see, see how it goes and things like that. So um, I guess we can start with um, growing up, like, with your siblings when you were younger. I guess when you were all younger versus, like, now kind of, like, more as you're an adult they're all a little bit older like kind of what what was the difference in you interacting with them when they when they were like first adopted versus like right now yeah i mean it's a great question i think when we were definitely younger um and i think we were like we've always been a really really tight family unit and we've always been kind of each other's cheerleaders so I would say from a pretty young age until maybe trying to think because um, we adopted our my first um, sibling with special needs, uh, you know, 17 years ago. And my brain is tired, so I can't do the math in my head at the <laughs> moment. But I mean, I was I was fairly young. And so from like, you know, that age, I was super stoked to get, 
you know, a new sister. I didn't really care too much about the special needs aspect or anything like that. I was just excited to get a new sister. And so from like that point until maybe like, and I would say maybe mid teens or whatever, I had a super good relationship with my sister and brother of special needs. And, you know, I love both of them. I have, you know, many, many stories that I could tell you about fun, exciting things that we did together. And, you know, just the way that they looked up to me as the older brother made me feel pretty cool uh i mean like even when my sister was in the hospital for like months i like shaved her initials in my head and i was like super (laughs) proud of that um but then i think like you know as i i started getting a little bit older into like you know my mid and late teens i think i started kind of like slightly bummed about it but i think that's just kind of what happens as you get older you start to like you know notice certain things. So I noticed, you know, some of my friends, um, like the, the way that they looked at my siblings and the way that they treated me. And I noticed, you know, mm-hmm. just even people on the outside treating my siblings different. And then I also like kind of realized that how much I had missed out on, I guess, like as uh, just like, you know, in middle school and then in high school, I mean, I was homeschooled, so I didn't obviously have as much stuff as maybe your typical um, public schooler. But still, I missed out on certain things like sleepovers or, you know, family vacations or all these things just because my family couldn't do any of that stuff just with yeah. um, my siblings and some of the health conditions they had. So I think there was kind of like a moment of a few years where I kind of like had a little bit of resentment towards my parents for not really being like letting me do certain things. And like I never like hated my siblings at all, but it was definitely like a period of time where I was just kind of like. I don't know. I just kind of felt like embarrassed by them a little bit. And like, you know, Mm -hmm. the fact that, you know, I was looked at different because of that and the fact that I couldn't do certain things. And then I kind of grew out of that. And I just, I think I realized that how much they, each of them grew me as an individual and how um, they've taught me so many things, Um, you know, simple things like enjoying like the small moments in life or, you know, being content where you are you know, greeting everyone with a smile on your face, um, you know, being open to listening to other people because you never know when someone might be having a bad day, just like random things like that. And I think it was kind of more until like my late teens, early 20s, like 19, 20, 21, when I, I kind of turned around from that like phase of like kind of embarrassment or resentment. And like, there's still moments, you know, where I kind of like, am embarrassed by certain things but for the most part like it doesn't really phase me as much anymore and Mm -hmm. i don't know it makes me feel pretty special thinking that like because they both think that i'm not i don't want to like you know publicly brag or anything but i think (laughs) that they kind of you know think of me as like their hero so i'm like i'll I'll, I'll be cool with that you know (laughs) yeah no for sure as the oldest brother like i I think there's a certain level of like that's totally acceptable like that that totally makes sense (laughs) yeah no, yeah, it's it's interesting. Like I have this like hypothesis that I at, that I came up with a long time ago, and it's it's interesting as I've talked to people about it because it's this hypothesis about like it's just a big roller coaster, like for all siblings. Because there's there's just like we love them so much, and there's just then we just hate other things around them because it's like you know the outside world makes us feel bad about what's happening, but it's like it's not that bad, but it's just. There's, like, peer pressure and stuff, and then there's relationships with our parents, which is, like, an up-and-down thing, too. And so it's this tidal wave. Because I remember when... I kind of had the same thing when 
in my early 20s where I was like, there was like a whole mental shift of like, you know, like this part of my life was hard, but like, I love my sister so much. Like it doesn't mm. kind of matter how much pain yeah. there was. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. Like, cause I'm older than you. And so it'll be interesting. Like as you get older, like how that evolves um, just cause mm. for me, like after I hit that early twenties, then, then I had met my husband and we got married. So then that changes like a whole other dynamic of interacting with my sister and things like that. Just cause like, kind of what you were saying about people from the outside when like when you're in public like at a mall or like at a movie theater it's just like when because I think both like all three like my sister and your brother and sister it's kind of like when you look at them you can kind of tell some things like oh like you don't know versus like people who are like higher function where you can't quite as tell as much there is a disability for sure yeah <laughs> and it's definitely a like not like a double take thing, but you definitely get, it's more noticeable to the outside world than if you just kind of look normal and had like more of a mental disability. And so I remember right. like my, like my very close friends understand that whole element, but right. But when I just meet new people or we just go to restaurants, it's just like, whatever. Like you kind of just roll with the punches a little bit. It kind of just. No, for sure. Yeah. yeah. And like, you know, like, I mean, I'm, I don't know about your, um, your sister or anything, but I know, like, you know, my siblings aren't sometimes the most quietest in public spaces, and you know, like, certain things, like, um, <laughs> you know, like, you don't like, you know, make noises in public, you know, it's not like something that you normally do, but like, they don't understand that necessarily. Um, but and I don't know if you experienced this at all, I'm sure you have, and I'm sure probably everyone has as a typical mm -hmm. sibling, but like, it's also the aspect of you know, you grow up so fast and you, you kind of, in a sense, like your world kind of revolves around your siblings. I had yeah. super cool parents and like my parents, it wasn't in the sense of like, you know, they were solely focused on my siblings and didn't really care about us. Like they made a point to, you know, spend one-on-one -on -one time with us and talk to us. But like, no matter how good or wonderful your parents are, you know, they'll never understand what it's like to be a typical sibling unless they were right. one themselves. And even then, it's different in this time or, like, in this, I guess, culture to be a typical sib than it was, you know, when maybe they were a typical sib. Um, but, like, I definitely found it hard sometimes to talk with, you know, some of my friends when they are asking you all these different questions. And you're, like, trying to talk with them. But, like, in a sense, you don't really necessarily have too much to offer because, you know, your whole life is spent, you know, with your sibling. And so there's definitely moments where it was kind of, like, you know, oh, like, how was your week? Or what did you do? And you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> not really anything worth mentioning because you're not going to understand, you know. But. Yeah, or even, like, the inverse when people, when my friends would come back from, like, the summer, they're like, oh, I went on this cruise. Or, like, I went to these vacations. And I was like, yeah. I was at home with my family because we can't go on vacation. Like, you can, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So sure. I never understood. Yeah. yeah, every time my friends would come back, I'm like, that's cool. Don't know what that's like. But, you know. I was here going to like day camps and stuff, so that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Um, so in terms of okay, there's lots of challenges because we've we've already talked about them and stuff like that. But I mean, are there anything that kind of challenges that in particular stick out to you that really kind of like either shaped your character or really just kind of like had you, um, you know, like really bond with your siblings or your parents or anything like that. Um, in particular? I mean, I think, like, the biggest 
ongoing challenge, at least for me, is the aspect of um, just, you know, like our, our culture is just so bent, even now more and more bent on like what you look like on the outside and stuff and not as much what you are inside, mm-hmm. which is really what matters. And so I think that just is constantly like the hardest thing for me, and you know, because I know who my siblings are on the inside and, you know, they might kind of on the outside seem weird or, you know, make weird noises or weird faces or whatever or do weird things but on on the inside like they truly care about people and like you know just like simple things like my sister will you know sit outside on the sidewalk when all the high schoolers are going by and she'll like say hi to them and for some reason she like seems to know when someone's having a bad day because you know sometimes we'll have like the older people walk by because we have like this senior living place nearby my parents house Mm -hmm. and um I don't see as much anymore because I don't live with my parents anymore. But, um, you know, when I used to, she would sit out there and she would she would say hi to everyone. But there would be specific people that she would go up to and then just give them a hug. And Aww. like most of the time, they would either like start crying or they would like say like, thank you. You could tell like that really meant something. So like, I don't know. How, well, how she someone, do that? That's amazing. Yeah, I don't know if it's, you know, the Down syndrome characteristic, <laughs> if they can just see that or, or some, maybe God gave or that gift or something where she can just tell when someone needs something. But, yeah, um, you know, it's like that kind of stuff. But I think, it, you know, going back to your question about a hard thing, that would probably be probably the hardest thing for me and just like wishing that people could see that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think if I had to pick something as well that would like kind of like grew me and maybe grew me closer to my parents and, uh, you know, my other siblings, is the like just I think more of the the trials in a sense. So like mm-hmm. both of my siblings have health characteristics. Um, my sister specifically has a lot. And uh, there was like one big one that we didn't really know of when we adopted her that her I believe trachea or where she like breathed was the size of like a newborn and it never really grew. Okay. And so there was a point when she ended up just like having a lot of breathing issues. <laughs> And then she ended up, we ended up taking her to the hospital or I guess like the ER nearby us where she like technically quote unquote died like three times where her heart stopped and they had to restart and they would stop oh, and then restart man. it. That's crazy. And then she ended up going to Lucille Packard up in Stanford um, mm-hmm. for like three months and they just did like did a bunch of stuff. And so like with that whole experience and like kind of just like, I don't know, going through that with my siblings and then my parents we kind of like leaned on each other. I mean, we definitely like, you know, prayed a lot through that. Um, but even just like leaning on each other, because there was times when certain of us couldn't like, you know, get through the day. And so like people that were a little bit stronger mm-hmm. would kind of help support them or vice versa. Yeah. And then specifically as well, not to pick on my, <laughs> my sister, but she also definitely has a knack for es- escaping. And she just has like no yes. fear, except for like, more recently we've begun to realize that she does have like some fears for instance like she gets scared of dogs for some reason oh my um, sister but, too she's a she's terrified oh, really? of them all dogs big small doesn't all matter dogs. like yeah <laughs> it was funny though because she used to like never seem scared of anything but you know um but there's definitely been some moments like you know at church um you know like all of a sudden we couldn't find her and so we spent like you know 45 minutes like scouring the neighborhoods um called 911 you know, there was the time, which I'm sure like, you know, when you talk to my sister, she could probably tell you from her point of view, but, um, mm-hmm. or my sister got out 
and ended up walking in the middle of the street down like like the main street off our house and yeah my sister was coming home from work and it was like all backed up and she ended up finding her just standing in the middle of the street oh, man. and then you know like we got woken up in the middle of the night by a knock on the door from the police who said they found her wandering around at night and then you know being woken up at four in the morning saying we can't find her and then like running around in my bare feet <laughs> like <laughs> all of the neighborhood trying to find her and I think specifically the one part that like sticks out the most to me I think um was that particular moment and the fact that you know I don't know I I think that was kind of when I was kind of going through a moment in my own life um and like not like super close with God and just kind of like I guess resenting not like resenting in a sense but kind of more um not super close with um my siblings with special needs and just kind of like mm -hmm. going through my own stuff and then yeah. I got woken up at like I think it was like four in the morning or whatever from my sister who said we couldn't find her so I I started running around the neighborhood and I was like running over like an overpass kind oh, of man. where she liked to go oh yeah and yeah. then there was like a neighborhood below and there was like some accident or something and there was a bunch of like cop cars all over the thing and I like started panicking like what if that's her down there oh, and then shoot. you know I, I just I think I spent like 20-30 minutes running around and I finally got to like the end of my rope and just like broke down crying and yeah. like praying that we would find her and I, don't, I don't usually cry so that was kind of like I just I don't know kind of just like sat down on the sidewalk in my bare feet I probably like ended up on like our next door you know chat for some crazy guy or something <laughs> <laughs> but then like I, I think I got, I think I, I'm not sure if I had my phone on me or if I ended up just walking. I think I just, I didn't have my phone. So I ended up walking back home and then um, they had already found her. And basically like, I think they had found her like a minute or two after I had like, you know, broken down crying and praying that we would find her. Mm -hmm. And so that like, you know, made me realize that like, you know, God does really care for her and does watch over her even when we can't. Um, and yeah. so like that definitely brought me closer and, Oh, there's like lots, lots of other things too, but you know, with all those things, I think just realizing that I don't know, you know, when either of my siblings are going yeah. to, you know, die and knowing that there's plenty of times when they could have and they haven't. Um, and so just like cherishing each moment with them and like, you know, really taking that moment when it might be annoying because I'm trying to do work, but my little brother <laughs> comes over and, you know, wants to give me a big hug, you know, like just like cherishing those moments because you don't really know. You know, if anything I learned from my siblings, it's like, you know, cherish each moment because you don't really know, you know, when yeah. anything can happen. So, and like, and they're sorry, that was too. Oh, for sure. Sorry, that was kind of a long winded. <laughs> oh, no, it's all good. It's, it's, that's why we just we just go with the flow. And I mean, like, I definitely appreciate like you sharing all of that because that's it's definitely something that like. Unless if you're with other siblings, like they're not going to understand that. Right. Because just yeah. like the level, the level of like how much like yeah the level of how much big of a deal that is because like my sister also well she she doesn't escape she used to run away a lot in terms of like okay within <clears throat> our you know mile radius she would just like to bolt so the thing mm -hmm. the thing that was super scary was we oh man so there was one time so she was like at, at her like adult day program and somehow don't still don't know how this happened so she got lost like her whoever like her partners and stuff like they lost her like downtown oh and man so my mom gets this phone call 
right that like they can't find her and it's just like okay like i don't oh. right and, and my sister she's non-verbal right like yeah. there's no hopes in the like oh that she would go up to like i'm gonna go to a store and say i'm lost like there it was yeah so that was a full-on like panic thing and like i remember like, at the time like i don't even remember how i felt at all but i remember just looking at my like my mom was the most distraught and then there was yeah. my dad and there's me then like you know, then we're like, decide, like, okay, how, how in the world do you find her, right? Because it's like, which bus yeah. were they on? Where were they going? Like, would she get off of the bus and whatever? And so it was this weird thing, like, as her sister, in my gut, I was like, I know she won't go anywhere that she's not, like, familiar with. Like, she would have got off the bus or, like, or she would just kind of go to places she knew. And I don't know why I thought that, but, like... I just know that she wouldn't randomly just like be somewhere and so yeah it but that was it was so crazy and i remember like what and and it was crazy how someone found her because basically my aunt who we had called you know shortly after that because she had posted on facebook like hey like like a picture of my sister and like hey like this is where they were and blah blah, blah. Mm, yeah. and so so someone that like had not talked to my aunt in years. Like, we all just kind of mutually knew each other. So she had saw my aunt's post and then was at the bus stop, saw my sister, like, sitting on a bench, like, with her hands folded in her lap. And, like, oh, found wow. her. And we were like, that's so crazy, though, right? Because that's such, yeah. like, a... Yeah, because that's such, like, a guardian angel god provision thing because it's, like, there's no way that... Like, and she, nothing happened to her, right? She wasn't, like, covered. She wasn't, like, attacked by a dog. She wasn't, like, hurt. She, she was just literally sitting there, like, just hanging on a bench. And it's, oh, it's, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, but it's, yeah. But nothing beats that type of terror in your heart of, like, No, it yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's kind of, like, if it's, like, I mean, I, I don't, I don't want to speak for other parents or anything, but, right. like, it's almost, I feel like, in a sense, like, you kind of feel like, that's your own kid like the, the type of fear i guess that a parent would have if their like their kid runs away you kind of feel as a typical sit in a sense maybe yeah i mean we all kind of grow but, up with, like many parents kind of especially sure. well, and you're the oldest too right so you have like your regular siblings that you already take care of like yeah. on a regular basis and then you have like your special needs sibling like right on top of that no yeah that's yeah. crazy is there anything that you would tell like your younger self and like interacting with your special needs siblings or just like approaching life or anything like that, that you would like, Hey, if you could write a letter to yourself when you're younger. Yeah. I mean, I think this is like more just geared toward myself because I'm kind of a certain type of weird, but um, <laughs> I think like I would tell myself that it's, you know, it's going to, it's one of those things where it's, it's going to be really hard. Like there's going to be moments, you know, where, you are just gonna have a really rough time whether that's like you know angry at your siblings for something angry at the world angry at a friend angry at a family member because you know i i love my family but you know we have i'm not gonna like name drop or anything but <laughs> you know we have certain like family members not necessarily in our immediate family but like mm -hmm. you know grandparents cousins uncles aunts whatever that yeah. don't understand and you know like will say something do something to my siblings where i just get like you know all like angry at them um but like you know it's not like they're trying to they just don't understand you know in a sense 
But um, <clears throat> but yeah, if I could like write a letter, I'd just probably say something along the lines of like, you know, there's going to be definitely moments, you know, where it's going to be really hard, um, but it's also going to be equally, if not more rewarding, you know, mm-hmm. and you're going to learn, learn so much about yourself and, you know, in a sense, be able to offer more to the world because of, you know, growing as a person than you would have if you didn't experience that. And then I think another thing, and this is just more geared towards myself. Um, I don't know if there's other typical sibs out there that have the same thing, but I really struggle with like sharing my feelings. I'm definitely much more of like an internal processor. And so, you know, when I go through hard things, I just like internalize it and just like, I'm like, I don't want to share it. I'll, I'll be happy to listen to you and like pray with you and like listen to your stuff. I'm not about to share my own stuff. Um, And so that that's like one thing that I'm working on trying to get better at. Um, And so I think it would just be something along the lines of like, you know, it's to anyone out there that has the same thing. And to myself, if I was like younger, like to it's make sure it's very important to have, you know, a foundation of people that you feel comfortable sharing those kind of things with. Um, you know, like hard things, whether that's a parent, which I don't think is a bad thing. I think it's good to share with your parents, but I also think it's good to have either a really good friend or two with, which even if they don't necessarily have a typical sieve, but like they are such a good friend in this, or like a, something a special need, sorry. Um, but like either a really good friend that understands that kind of stuff that you've been through a lot and that kind of stuff, or just like another you know, one or two or a group of typical sibs, which I think has really helped me in a sense because I do have my siblings and, you know, we understand that we've had moments where we talk about certain things. Um, for instance, like one particular thing that me and like both of my sisters have like discussed more recently is that um, mm-hmm. the fear that all of us have as our parents are getting older yes. and, you know, our siblings don't really seem like they're outgrowing certain things that they have if anything they're getting worse and so you know the aspect of like what would it look like you know if my our dad or our mom were to you know pass away suddenly or if they were to lose a job and not able to provide or you know what if both of them were to pass away or like whatever like you know what would that look like for us, for our careers, if we were like married, like for our family and just like the aspect of it. it's not like you're just getting married to someone and being like, Oh, like, you know, here's myself. It's like, well, here's, you know, my whole family. And, you know, yeah. more than likely if my parents die, we're going to be taking good. care of this person too. Yes. And so we've been talking a lot about that. So long story short, just like having, um, you know, a group of, whether if you're like yourself, if you, are an only child like having you know another typical sib or a group or a really good friend that you can talk to that stuff about that would like you know listen and, and pray for you and that kind of stuff yeah and it's crazy and it's and it's been interesting like in well i guess just just as i've gotten to be an adult it's been interesting to see like the friends that i have that kind of like oh like we're good friends and like you know we can talk about stuff versus like the people who like really understand the struggle of stuff I have to go through. And some of them I've just been friends with so long that they've met my sister. Right? Right. They've, they're they're the fortunate few that that actually slept over, you know, like with all the like permission mm-hmm. and stuff that come with that. 
And then even with my husband, like, I remember, like, when we were dating, like, I had spent a good amount of time, like, explaining to him, like, it's not just me. And even when I was dating and, like, before we got married, I was pretty, like, it's such a deal breaker. Like, it is not like a, hey, I really like broccoli and you don't, so, like, we'll get over it. Like, it's, like, if you can't accept this as, like, who I am, like, it's not, it can't happen. Like, it's it's such... It's so much of who we are. It's you can't trade that or like give any of that up. So it's it. I feel like it makes it harder. At the same time, it's like the kind of the what you were saying about like it being rewarding at the end, right? Because then when you find someone that really is willing to accept that, unfortunately, like my husband, yeah. it's very like he loves he loves my sister more than I could ever think of, and it's so funny because they have like their own relationship. Which is so fascinating to me, right? Just because I'm so used to the, like, oh, you know, there's me, the sisters, there's my parents, and then there's, like, you know, everyone else, like, aunts, uncles, grandparents, blah, blah, blah. But I'm, like, but it their relationship is so unique because he, like, he she didn't see him as part of our unit, but she knows that he's part of our unit now. And it, it's, hmm. it, like, it's so cool just because, yeah, they can, they have, like, their own thing. And that's really yeah. special just for, be, for me to be able to see it. And at the same time, it's, like, the the fear of, like, whatever happens to, to our parents and stuff is, like, it's crazy. And, like, unfortunately, you have more than one sibling to kind of, like, figure it out. It's just me. So it's this thing where yeah. my parents, like, w- and it's crazy because it's, like, you talk about it when I, well, okay, I think, like, comparatively to normal people, like, we talk about it at a pretty young age. Like, hmm. when you're, like, you know, early 20s or whatever, that's when you start talking about Because basically, once your siblings hit kind of, like, t- like 16, 18, that's when it starts to, you have to, you know, what is that called? Plan ahead. And it's just, it kind of gets yeah. very intense. Yeah. But I guess, is there anything else you wanted to bring up that, like, came into your memory otherwise we can then i'll ask you like our closing thing if unless if you had some like light bulb moment hmm trying to think i mean i mean i honestly can't really necessarily think of anything i mean i could honestly share a lot of like stories you know hard moments good moments things like that things where you know i learned more about myself or learn more about my sibling but you know that could take a while but i think if i were to like <laughs> you know, I guess summarize my experiences and like my life with my siblings, it would be Mm. the fact that like, you know, everyone talks about, I feel like for the most part, like how scary it is um, to have someone, you know, with special needs. And like my mom, I know specifically, but my dad as well gets so annoyed when like other parents come up to them and they're like, man, you're just such an amazing person. Like, you know, God must have gifted you with patience and Yeah, and my mom's like, no, like, you know, like, God, like, I'm just a normal person. Like, if anything, like, I'm not, like, some superhuman, you know, thing. But I think, you know, in in a sense, people, like, look at it like it's, like, some big, I don't know, obstacle or you're just some superhuman person. But in reality, it's that's not the case. And I think if I were to kind of, like, I guess, summarize what I've learned, it's that if anything, it's more of a blessing to have someone with special needs than it is to not. Mm. 
because um, like you just learn so much about yourself and like i'm still like convinced that like god gives you know people with special needs like special gifts that like no one else has yes like yeah. it's only like specifically geared towards people with special needs and so you know the idea that i get to like experience that on a daily basis and get to like learn from them and like see how they see the world and see other people I don't know. It's just, it's a really cool thing. And so I think just, you know, for any other like typical sit out there or for anyone that like is, you know, maybe just learn that like they're going to adopt someone or that their mom or is like pregnant with someone or whatever, like they're, they're going to become one that it is a really cool thing. And like, yeah, it'll, it'll be hard along the way, but like I said earlier, like the good things will definitely outweigh the bad in it. And yes. um, yeah, you know, I, I would say it would definitely be good to surround yourself with people um, that you can share with and, you know, that can pray for you and all that kind of stuff as well. Because that, that's definitely very important, I feel like. And having definitely a strong relationship with God as well. Um, because, you know, not to like scare anyone or anything, but it's not like it's going to be easy. Like, you know, I mean, there's going to be no, definitely like not. moments, it's, you know. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Anyway, I, I honestly, I can't think of anything at the top of my head of anything else to share. Um, cool. And that's yeah. all good. I'll ask you, like, our, we, we talked about a lot of good things, and I, I definitely appreciate, as an internal positor, sharing your ex, sharing external thoughts. So I definitely appreciate oh, sure, yeah. you taking the time to do that. Um, so I guess as our closing question, are there any uh, words of encouragement that you would like to uh, give to our fellow siblings listening to the podcast? Yeah, words of encouragement. I would just say, like, <clears throat> you know, if if other people haven't already, I feel like I'm kind of like being redundant <laughs> in saying it, but like <laughs> definitely like, you know, find find a community because like I, I know there's definitely moments in my own life when I felt like just kind of like there's no one that like would understand. There's no one out there like just kind of like, you know, alone. But like at least I have my siblings. Um, but like even just even having siblings, it's like we all like process things differently mm-hmm. and like we all have different, you know, interactions or different things um, with our siblings than each other. And so, you know, each person's different, but I think just like, you know, knowing that you're not alone out there and that, you know, there are other people out there um, that are just like you that are, you know, honestly like looking for people to share with. And so, um, you know, yeah, just praying about it. But I, I do think, you know, having a good, relationship um with god too definitely helps because you know i definitely needed that over the years and like you know spending time like praying about certain things and things like that um have definitely been helpful but yeah i think if anything just knowing that you know you're not you're not alone um you know it's not just you out there in the abyss you know going through this hard thing that there's there's actually you know people out there that are going through the same thing um you know and not to like make downplay where you are but you know i'm sure there's people out there that are even going through harder things than you're going through because i know there's people that are going through harder things than i'm going through um because i can think of you know friends of mine that you know are typical sibs that you know don't have a father because their father left or you know like things like that um and so i think that just brings a whole nother level of stuff that i i don't understand myself personally but um but yeah, just like knowing that you're not alone and that, you know, there are people out there and, you know, there is there is someone out there um, who does care for you and, and who does see you. Um, and yeah, like, 
you're not I, I don't I don't I would tend to say I don't think that necessarily our siblings of special needs are out there like looking to embarrass us. You know what I mean? I don't think they're out there. I, I don't think know, so either. That's not their intention. Plotting, yep. Yeah, you know, plotting and bed, like, how can I embarrass myself? I think, you know, my sister is a practical jokester, so she'll do certain things, you know, to that I might, you know, get embarrassed about, but she just thinks it's funny. And like, looking back on, it, I'm like, you know, honestly, if this was someone else doing it to me, I would think it's funny. It's just that maybe in the moment, I'm like, well, it's someone else. And I just feel embarrassed about it more than I should. But, you know, they're not out there to, you know. No, yeah. They, their personalities definitely, the older they get, the more they come out. And the more, like, you realize, like, oh, like, they're, like, there's a there's a part of them that's just, they're, like, normal like us. Like, where they just like to, like, play practical jokes and make fun of people and laugh and, like, talk. And it's just, they're just, they're, yeah. like, being normal people, but just, like, with that filter of a lot of other things kind of in their way. Getting in sure. from us from them doing it. Yeah, for sure. Well, my, yeah, and I think are so funny. yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, and like kind of like piggybacking off of what you said, if like there's anything that I could summarize it in like I guess like one sentence of everything I've learned and like encouragement for other people, it would just be like to live, um, like kind of like more like day by day, like each moment, and really just enjoy each moment. As I think that's one of the biggest thing that I probably live, learned from my siblings because they've been through a lot themselves, and I, I know that they see other people out there, probably my brother more than my sister, um, mm -hmm. you know, people who don't like include them or, you know, who talk behind yeah. their back. I know they can see that, um, but yet they still like choose to love those people. And so I think just um, the biggest thing is just for me is like, I guess living each moment and really just being in the moment and forgiving easily and laughing a lot, Yes. You know? I vote for laugh so, a lot too. That's yes. <laughs> so helpful and so important. And especially when like building community with people and just like when you're, when you're sharing with your friends and just being able to laugh at stuff, even though it like, no. kind of makes you sad on the inside. Like that's such a big, it's such a big helper to be able to laugh. For sure. And I know like for me, like there is some people that I know, um, some families that I used to look up to and idolize because I just thought that they, you know, seem like they had everything, like specifically the kids, you know, like, oh man, they just, I don't know, they get to do all the cool family summer adventures yeah. and like, they like just seem like whatever. Yep. And then like, I've talked to them and like realized that like, not only did they idolize me, but like they wish that they had the kind of family that I did where, you know, we just love each other so much and like realizing that how in reality, there are so many people out there that, you know, might seem like they're making fun or seem like they have it all together, but deep down inside, it's not the case and mm. just how good I have it and how, you know, my siblings with special needs themselves and just like encouraging me to be more like them, encourage other people because, you know, I've had so many people and my parents and I'm sure my siblings could say the same thing of people coming up to them and saying like, you know, what? Why do you, why are you like that? Like, why do you always seem so happy? Why do you seem like you have yeah. it all together? Yeah. You know? So anyway, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks for being on the podcast. I definitely appreciate hey, it. Absolutely. Can't yeah. wait to uh, hear all the different stories for people. Thanks for listening to the Special Needs Sibling Podcast. I hope you had a good time listening and feel encouraged in your own journey as a sibling to someone with special needs. If you liked this episode, please share it with your friends. And if you want to hear more stories, please subscribe to the show. 
You can find us wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, the show can't happen without you. All special needs siblings have their own unique stories, challenges, family dynamics, and lots of life to talk about and explore. This podcast is here to let you know that you're not alone and that you matter. If you would like to be on the show or just chat off the record, please contact me. My info is in the show notes. Until next time, this is the Special Needs Sibling Podcast.